Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Roundup, a podcast where we round up the latest news and talk all things pop culture. I am your host, Brandon, joined by my other hosts, Andrew. What's up? And Cervantes. What's going on? Welcome back to another episode. We're going to be going over quite a, a lot of news, but we also have a pretty cool topic today, so uh, stick around for that. Doki. Um, so, to get things out of the way, I am back, finally. <laughs> it's been a minute. But uh, we've got a lot of news to jump in today. So, Andrew, would you like to start us off with that? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, earlier this week, it was announced that um, both Donnie Yen and Bill Skarsgård will be joining the John Wick 4 cast. And I gotta say, I'm pretty excited, at least by Donnie Yen, Bill Skarsgård, it's all right but i'm really excited for donnie yen yeah that'll be quite enjoyable in my opinion yeah i really liked him in uh rogue one and i haven't seen these movies but i know um people really like him in the um ip man movies right yeah, yeah. He, he's phenomenal in those movies i would watch those when you have the chance um other than that, there's not much more to say. I'm just excited for that movie. Agreed. Um, but we did get a teaser for another movie that I'm excited for. And that is a teaser for Shazam 2. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this teaser was not posted by any um, official... Uh, any official uh, like movie studio. This was posted by um david f stanberg's uh personal youtube channel which um when the i originally saw that the video was posted i was skeptical to watch it because personally i don't watch anything related to the movies that like i don't watch movie trailers and stuff that don't come directly from the source um but when i heard that it was from his youtube i watched it and it is definitely a teaser trailer yeah it, it's not a it's not a marvel teaser trailer where it's just a first trailer this is for those of you who haven't seen it it's um i'm blanking on the actor's name but the guy that plays shazam um and he is in the new shazam suit it's darkly lit and you can't really see anything um but it's just like close-ups of the new suit it looks neat um, and then it pulls out to do a full body, but it's silhouetted, and Shazam's like, uh, we should turn a light, because you can't see anything. And then it just ends. So. Isn't a whole lot to talk about there. Uh, we did get, um, we did get actual stills of the new suit. Looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm not really feeling it. I, no, I'm thinking. I think it's mostly the lightning bolt. They change it. That's it's true. Smaller and further up on his chest. I think it. I I like the first version better. I I I agree. I think the first suit is better. 
at least from what we've seen because we've only seen some mm-hmm. images and you know but i don't know when the movie comes out when we get more trailers maybe it'll grow but I'm glad this movie is getting made. I really like the first Shazam, and with the state that the DCEU is in, everything's kind of just up in the air right now, and I'm just glad that we're getting a confirmation of a sequel. Very true. So, um, speaking of movie stills, we got a bunch of new photos of the new Borderlands movie. Um, they're just character stills, and they're all silhouetted, so, um, I'm gonna be... Nothing to yeah. really pick out, I'm gonna but... <laughs> be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of these games, so I only knew, know two of the characters. One of them is, uh, Claptrap from, I guess, all of them, and then Tiny Tina from some of them, I guess. I've only played part of one, and... Like a quarter of two. Definitely not really my type of game. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm going to have to go and play them eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm... I haven't yet. Uh, the movie hopefully will be good, though. Even though I don't know much about it. We've gotten a recent example of a video game movie. That was pretty good. Yep. So hopefully this follows suit. I feel like... I don't want to say that video game movies are trending upward in, like, being good, but they've definitely been better recently, like, with Sonic and um, Mortal Kombat. They've definitely been pretty good. At least, at the very least, they've been passable. I was going to say, also, uh, Monster Hunter got pretty good reviews from the public. Critics destroyed it, as they always do, but... I didn't see the monster. Those who are fans were that. I didn't see it either, even though I'm kind of a fan of that series. I I thought it got both bad audience reviews and critics' reviews, because I read one audience review saying that the movie was nowhere near close to... um, uh, um, Is there books of Monster Hunter by any chance? I'm not sure. Probably it's a Japanese IP. Okay. Yeah, they they said something about like not being accurate with the books or video games. So, I was gonna say the, the game I I've played two of them. It's got a very loose story that kind of just says like anybody can be a hunter, anybody can be thrown in this world kind of thing. So it's a very loose story. So I think it's more of a problem with they tried to put a story behind it and create characters and develop these characters when that doesn't happen in the games and i think that's the problem that people have it's not so much that it's oh they didn't follow the story it's that there isn't really a story to follow so they had to make one yeah which i think doesn't sit right with something you're talking about a movie that's just you know monster fighting yeah oh i mean In comparison to, like, you know, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong and then, like, this one, you're not going to really have, like, a deep lore story. It's just going to be, like, monsters fighting or people fighting monsters. Yeah, but I think I agree with you, Andrew. I think uh, video game movies are, again, not to jinx it, kind of trending upwards. 
at least in quality. I think it's mainly um, the amount of money yeah. <laughs> they get. Could be. Comparatively. I, I also think it might be that we're getting to a point where like video games are being treated more seriously as a medium for storytelling. Because like, we're getting a um, Last of Us TV series mm. on um, HBO, I think. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Especially considering the yeah. cast. Who's I did not actually see anything about this. I'm oh, um, highly intrigued. <laughs> uh, so Joel is being played by Pedro Pascal. Okay. Okay. Um, the uh, Ellie is being played by um, the one little girl from uh, Game of Thrones, the Mormont girl. Um who really, like, kind of back-talked a lot of people in the last few seasons. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I don't okay. I don't know the actress's name. Um, Neither do I. I know what you're talking about. And but... then, those are the only two I know. I know that um, Joel's brother, um, whatever his name is, Tom, yeah. Um, he got cast, too, but I don't remember. Oh, uh i'm we'll circle back around to this i think it might have been gabriel luna but i'm gonna look that up real quick um but yeah i'm like really excited for that series to like get um up and running and whatnot i think um i think it should be pretty good uh, i was right it was gabriel luna um for those of you who don't know, he played um, he played Ghost Rider on season four of Agents of Shield, and most recently he was the Terminator in Terminator Dark Fate. Um, yeah, but uh, moving on to more uh, stills and concept art. Uh, we got some concept art for Avatar 2. It shows um, one of the Na'vi swimming in the ocean on the back of a banshee. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's not much yeah, you that's, can say that's, about that. That's all there is, really. I mean, I can't say I'm exactly excited for Avatar 2. I like the movie. I personally, I guess I should say, I enjoy the movie. Um, and I do watch it occasionally. So, personally, I'm a little more excited for a second one. Um, and I'll get into this later, but <clears throat> the rides were really cool. <laughs> so... I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where they take this, even though I have no idea where they could yeah like i'm i'm gonna go see it because the first the, the reason why the first one was like really like popular and whatnot was because it was kind of like a technological marvel the way it used 3d was um different from everyone else everyone kind of used 3d as like a gimmick whereas avatar used 3d to kind of enhance the visuals 
So I'm interested to see what Avatar 2 is going to do. Assuming it does try to, like, do something. I don't think it's going to do 3D again because... That's now old school. Yeah, 3D (laughs) isn't exactly, like... Like, it's still a thing. You can go see... You can still go see movies in 3D. You can do it all the time. Uh, But movies aren't necessarily, like, made for 3D. They're more just converted to 3D in post. Yeah. But moving on from that, I think the next little piece of information um, we can uh, get a little bit more in-depth to. Um, Indiana Jones 5 is set to start filming uh, this week in the UK. Heck, heck yes. So excited for this. Yeah, uh, same here. Uh, Indiana Jones films are just out of this world. Except for... <clears throat> Temple of Doom. Talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... A little expectation subversion. Y'all thought we were going to say Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I don't know. Crystal Skull is... It's all right. Yeah. Raiders and Temple of Doom are still just there. phenomenal movies. They are streets ahead. And um so hopefully we can add this to the list. I mean if you look at it, it goes phenomenal movie. I thought wait, hold on, hold on. Terrible movie, phenomenal movie, eh movie. I thought you said so this Yeah, you I thought you said Why did you say Temple of Doom was streets ahead of Crystal Skull? I didn't. I said Raiders and Temple of Doom are yeah. streets ahead of everything else. You, you just yeah. He, no, he's saying Raiders and uh, Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, the Last Ark. Crusade and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's like the two of the best. Yes, that's that's what we okay. meant. I don't know if we misspoke somehow. You know what we meant. <laughs> yeah i don't think i've met a single person that has ever said that temple of doom is better than either raiders or last crusade yeah i, I don't, no, I don't so, think anyone know. could say that no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, uh, um, but yeah five should be we'll see i have high hopes I, so do i i mean it, it's hard I think at this point to mess up Indiana Jones, but I think, I think that given Harrison Ford's age, they wouldn't have made this if there wasn't like a good enough like script and plot to like make it, you know. Yeah, because he's that's very true. He's not young anymore, so he can't exactly just make a movie to make a movie. You kind of have to be like in good shape uh, yeah well not even that you just kind of have to be on board because it just isn't the same Um, yeah well yeah and you kind of see that in the crystal skull but i mean he still did a good performance yeah yeah i mean not like his older ones of course but yeah that's a different story um but moving on 
We did see a little something from uh, Ratchet and Clank in the new Rift Apart game that some people might find a little more exciting than others, but uh, they uh, kind of tease that you're able to summon a Thunderjaw from Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Cool little... Uh, One of those I, I don't machines. really want to call it an Easter egg. I, I think I, it's an Easter egg. Yeah, because it's pulling from a different game. Mm-hmm. I, but, like, I don't know. When, when I saw it, I thought it was pretty cool. They didn't really show if it had any, like, practicality. It kind of just showed it spawning and then despawning. So I'm not entirely sure, like, how practical it'll be. Like, if, if it's just a thing where, like, it spawns in, does a little bit of damage, and then just leaves. Or if it's, like, something that, like, takes effort to spawn in but if you're able to spawn it in it's gonna it's gonna like do a ton of damage but so Mm. i don't really know um but yeah a lot of like um sony like playstation exclusives have been doing this like horizon zero dawn has a bunch of death stranding um easter eggs yeah yeah, Um, death stranding has uh the tall neck um, Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Um. And and um, I mean, it's not uncommon yeah. for a uh, publisher to tie in games yeah. within their game from the same company. Right. Well, I, they're both produced under Sony, but like Ratchet and Clank and uh, Horizon and Death Stranding. Those are from three different game studios. Insomniac, uh, Gorilla, and um, Kojima Productions, respectively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, like, if if you play the Uncharted games, there's some, like, uh, Last of Us Easter eggs. And if you play Last of Us, there's some Uncharted Easter eggs. Like, those are kind of to be expected, because those are both from... um, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. So, it's not surprising when those show up, but, like... I you know you wouldn't expect to be playing a Ratchet and Clank game and all of a sudden boom here's a giant robot T Rex. <laughs> True. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think it's just kind of like a Sony putting their fingers into the development of the game a little bit just but... to have fun. Yeah, I think it's because with I, I... The, you know well it's not recent. But you know, in the in the time of when Horizon Zero Dawn uh, was what um, started to go on the store, like the complete edition for free, I guess since it was such it was like a trending game that they would just implement it into, or just one of the um, one of the machines like the Thunderjaw into uh, Rift Apart. Well, I mean, I, I don't even think that had to be a factor. I mean, even before the Days of Play free giveaway, Horizon Zero Dawn was a critically acclaimed game. Yeah. Like, it has tons of awards. It's like has like 9 out of 10 stars. It is like rated very high. So, I don't really think it needed the Days of Play stuff to like become socially relevant. But I'm not saying that that free giveaway didn't help. Hmm. 
But speaking of Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Cervantes, you want to briefly talk about um, the Forbidden West gameplay, barring any spoilers from the first game. Well, um, um, in the second one, um, this is actually looks like it's set in California. Because um, we see this beautiful shot of a destroyed um, Golden Gate Bridge. So I don't think it has anything to do with the first one or anything you know with the like a uh, with the ending in the first one uh compared to the second one uh, so it might be completely different um i like the gameplay uh, the gameplay was very nice you have a lot of um, options you can do with your spear uh you got like spear power power ups that you can use in combat um Definitely new machines. Um, it's more they they they. It's like a um. It's gotten the it's like they expanded their um. Uh, the creativity of their of their machines. So you got like raptors, um, you got elephants, and then there's like this swamp creature. Uh, but that they didn't they briefly showed that. Um. Really, I mean, they, and then they fought. They fought the, the the huge elephant, and then that that was pretty good gameplay. Uh, and then you also have a grappling hook, um, so that's also cool. Oh, and a holographic uh, parachute. Um, and you can swim underwater. Yep, that was new. Um, I I saw that in like a GIF. Yeah. I'm gonna be completely real. Uh, a little worried about that. Mostly from someone who likes to like 100% open world games and get all collectibles. I know the underwater sections of like Jedi Fallen Order were kind of a pain. Yeah. Oh god, don't even get well, started. Luckily there wasn't any underwater combat, which I kind of feel like Horizon mm -hmm. Forbidden West will have. Uh, yeah, because it looks like cause you can see, you can go underwater and then you can see a snap maw, which is uh, mm -hmm. an alligator. Yeah. Just swimming underneath the water, so there might be. Not entirely sure though. Which I just want to interject. Snap mods are so much easier to kill than I first originally thought they yeah. would be. All you have to do I is guess, yeah, a yeah. well, yeah, a regular one. You just hit the blaze canister, and then mm -hmm. pretty much it. You know, when, then you got the snap mods that have the protective covering, so you got to use like the hard point arrow to knock. Yeah. Then the then the fire arrow. Yeah. Oh, then you have your corrupted snap mod. Yeah. <laughs> well, pulling us back on track a little yeah. bit. Oh, and then um, uh, with wait, sorry. Um, uh, one more thing. Uh, and then we did not get a release date on that. No release date. No release date. I thought I remember. Yeah. I haven't watched the thing, so obviously I don't know anything else about like a release date, but I thought that that was slated for this year yeah um, not entirely i'm not entirely sure because they didn't say it in the state of play or at the very least like next early year. next year yeah. oh, hopefully uh well, but with uh, that being said uh let's talk about uh some more stuff that is going to be uh releasing eventually um for those of you out of the loop 
um, A Quiet Place 2 finally released in theaters um, last week or like two weeks ago. Um, I'm not going to be... Sorry, that's a that's a jet. I'm sorry if you can hear that. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, A Quiet Place 2 uh, released. And um, uh, what can I say? Oh, yeah. I know what to say. Uh, go see it in theaters. Yeah. Like, especially in theaters. You need to go see this in theaters. Like, this movie is freaking amazing. If you like the first one... You're going to like the second one. Much oh, better. my God. I wished I saw the first one in theaters. Same. God, man. I was, I mean, it was so, I mean, even, I, what did I watch or not? No. Um, I watched this in my living room, and it's, uh, like, a 70-inch TV, and it's got, like, the surround sound system. But even so, I mean, it's, it was still a phenomenal movie. Like, just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like, the complete silence, and then you just have your moments of, you know, um, like the the mom stepping on a nail, and then she's Ooh, yeah. I'm like, oh my god! It, like there, there's so much tension, and then the monster's like literally in the house. I was like, dude, way to get the yeah, I, like yeah. these these two movies, and for this future third one that is set to come out in um 2023, um, like sound design is like key here, yes, and. Uh, I just, I like bring, I like talking about this whenever it comes up naturally because I think it's such a really interesting fact. The sound the monsters make, like when it gets like real close, you hear the clicking and whatnot. Yeah, that's that's made the way that's made is the sound designers took a taser and they tased a grape. <laughs> that's that's how they got that. <laughs> that's how they got that noise. Tased a grape. <laughs> so. I just that's a fun fact to bring to the table. I like I like bringing that up. It's always really cool. Um but yeah, so a Quiet Place 2 came out. Go see it in theaters. It gets a best movie ever from me. I'm not going to talk about any more of that cuz if I talk any more about it, I'm going to get spoilers. Wait, so you're saying like the best that. the best movie this year or like no, I just no, start, it's just our doing our rating doing a rating system, system oh, the best gotcha. movie ever. Oh, gotcha. But I I will say compared to the first one, it is so much better. It is really this is a yes, it's a sequel that improves upon the first one, like a sequel That's should weird. do. Uh, yeah, this is um, right right now. This is feeling very Empire Strikes Back to a New Hope. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Well, That's good. And oh man, the ending. Okay, I get, we got to move on. If I keep talking, I'm gonna spoil stuff. I don't want to spoil stuff. <laughs> See the movie. Go watch the movie. Okay, moving on. Uh, as no surprise, as the pandemic has done multiple times, Prince of Persia the remaster has a uh, gone another delay. And uh, this time they kind of said at least 2022. Yeah. Um, that could mean. At the beginning, that can mean at the end. We never know. Hopefully, at the beginning, um, it's a pretty cool game. If you've never played it before, the old one. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to see the remastered. But they put out they put out some gameplay 
last year where they showed off like a trailer that had some gameplay and I'm gonna keep it real as far as remasters go not very good. this one is really stretching the term remaster um I'm excited to replay the game because it's a fun game and it like paved the way for like Assassin's Creed and stuff like that and I really enjoy the game. But it it looks like like it looks like a mid life cycle PlayStation 3 game like circa Eesh. 2013. <laughs> Oh, no, actually, I can't even say that because, like, The Last of Us came out in 2013 and that game looks amazing. So, 2009, 10, it, it looks rough. But, yeah. yeah. Ho- hopefully, we get something sooner or later about it that brings us back to the light. Mm-hmm. But... As of right now, <laughs> it's uh, so it's kind of in some rough shape. Uh, speaking of other things that are in rough shape, um, it has been reported that CD Projekt Red have started working on their next AAA game. Now, I don't need to remind you of the dumpster fire that currently is Cyberpunk. <laughs> um. <laughs> That, that I don't actually. Title. I don't know um, if you, if you uh, actually. I'm not sure if you have played it recently. Uh, I haven't as well. Uh, but they said like uh, like three weeks ago when they got like a lot of updates. They said it's actually gotten much better. To be perfectly frank, uh, I 100 yeah. percented the game. I cleared the map. I did every side quest. I did everything, and. I gotta say, I'm not gonna return to this game for at least a year, um, so I can't speak on anything of these new updates, but what I can say is that this game was a total mess on launch, and was- 100%, oh yeah. Was until, at the very least, March. And every yeah, every time I get on to play, it literally cr- crashed in like two or three hours. Yep, that was that was the same. I put about fifty or so hours into the game to like one hundred percent it, and it crashed every hour, hour and a half. Yeah, on a, and this is on a PlayStation Five. Yep. Too. Um, so. I can only imagine what it was like on PS4. I actually but, yeah. So there was like one time. Like in one day where it crashed, it crashed three times. <laughs> I've gotten back to it like three times. Like you know, I'll just play another game. And then there was this one time where it crashed the second time, and then uh, there was this notice that popped up in Cyberpunk saying that they would like to like watch me play and then see what happens. It was actually weird because I guess I reported it so many times just after it, it crashed that they just caught on and finally looked at it. Well, to move on to the uh, point of the story, uh, so they are working on their next AAA game. Um, 
This, however, does not necessarily mean that they're abandoning cyberpunk. In fact, it probably means nothing at all. What it means is that there's likely a team of maybe 10 to 15 people that are storyboarding and outlining what all their next game is going to be. So there isn't exactly a cause for concern for cd project red just dropping all updates on cyberpunk and i'm gonna keep coming out there's gonna be dlc and whatnot right yep i was just buying that up saying yeah it 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 says it in like if you bought cyberpunk in the disc um there's that um the the manual and then on the front it said you know it like the uh, like an apologizing and whatnot and then saying that it's bringing like one or three dlcs and they're gonna be like free i think i'm not sure but i do know that they they do plan on making dlcs for cyberpunk yeah i just yeah i feel like if that is true it is the right move to be giving out those dlcs for free because in absolutely no way am I going to be paying any more money on that game. It, like, some of the glitches were funny and I could laugh at them, but, you know, if you're playing, like, if, if you're playing an Assassin's Creed game and you see just an, an, an NPC just all of a sudden just friggin' skyrocket into the air, that's funny. You know, it happens once in so... the entire story. That's funny, but... If you're playing cyberpunk and NPCs are doing weird things, you're falling through the ground, everything's crashing and whatnot, then it's not funny. Then it's annoying and it's game breaking and it's ruining the game. So, um, I do have it in my hand right now. I'm just going to read the one chunk. Um, As has become a a tradition of ours, we invite you to enjoy some extra of number of free free DLCs, a small token of our appreciation for believing in us and spending your money on our game. So that is right from the project team. Yeah, I I I feel like that 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 that's the right thing to do. I but yeah, I agree. really but I it comes off a little bit as like disingenuous yeah to a certain extent it just feels like they're just trying to save face and not actually trying to do a good thing because this game was in development for how many years eight and yeah it's and it still ended up being (laughs) hot garbage and and they were hyping this game up so much for like three years. It, it, saying yeah, like, it took me like twenty minutes to figure out how to like figure out how to aim in Cyberpunk. I had to look it up on YouTube and how to like adjust the settings. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was atrocious. Yeah, and like setting up the the dead zone and like uh, mm-hmm. yeah, or not you had to put enough pressure on the. And the joystick for the, for the camera to move. Oh my god! Yeah, it, so it just it felt like so much. It felt like resources needed to be like diverted elsewhere. <laughs> like, like I'm sorry, 
I, I feel really bad for the the developers who had to get the freaking dick physics down instead of <laughs> I don't know working on literally any other part of the game that needed fixing. <laughs> like there's, there's just... uh for for those of you who haven't played Cyberpunk or are not familiar with it, um, if you wanted to, if you customize your character, uh, you can uh, you know. Customize your penis if you wanted to be a male, so you can make it small or big. So, that being said, yeah, it's yeah, like in in a better game, I think it would have been a little bit more well received. But in the game that we got, it just felt like unnecessary time spent on. Something you're not going to see because the entire game is in first person. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I just went with the default V. Like I just was like, eh, well, this is whatever. But anyway, we, we, we've spent enough time trashing on Cyberpunk. What do you guys think this next AAA game is going to be? I'm going to guess it's going to be another Witcher game. I don't know. I'm not really excited for any, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know what to say. Yeah, I mean, personally, I know I sure as hell am not going to be buying this game within the first six months of its release, regardless I of whatever I can probably it is. agree to that. And, I mean, given how long their last development cycle was, this we probably aren't going to be seeing this game until 2030, so... <laughs> yeah... Um, Unfortunately, that's probably true. Yeah. Imagine it just and being a new I Witcher hope it's game. It's a new IP. I mean, I can almost guarantee you that this next game is not going to be a Cyberpunk two. I. In fact, I would. Really I would be genuine. I would be genuinely surprised if Cyberpunk ever got a sequel. Yeah. To save itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. With all that being said, you guys ready to move on to today's discussion? Yeah. I do have one more thing. I'm not sure if you guys talked about this. Oscar Isaac? As Moon Knight? Yes. Yeah, we've talked about it numerous times. We did? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I mean, he did post something new on Instagram. I did see that. It was pretty cool. Yeah, he has, yeah. He has like some what, dark shadow or under... Yeah, like he like. It kind of looked like he was like getting ready for like possible like screen tests or like yeah. costume fittings and whatnot. Doing like full um, goth mode or something. Well, like characters. Are, he, yeah. it, Moon Knight's a pretty edgy character, so. <laughs> oh, it um, looked cool. But yeah. When it is there a release date on that? Is it a show or a movie? It's a show, and I think. 2022 or 23 i don't quite remember definitely not this year um but hey uh not as of recording but for for you folks listening uh whenever this is up uh loki will have premiered so be sure to watch that we're going to be talking about it eventually. oh yeah yep. um yep well we're getting we're almost Oh, no, we're yep. almost at 12, but the first episode yep. will be dropping in an hour. 
Very nice. Good. Well, with that being said, let's uh, let's get into this general discussion. So, uh, folks, we here, or at least uh, three fourths of us here at Pop Culture Roundup, have been uh, getting into uh, theme park fever. Um, everything's opening up, and um, we just thought that we would talk about. Uh, theme park rides that are inspired by movies and vice versa theme park rides that inspired movies so uh brandon you want to kick us off yeah um well we're kind of doing this topic um as andrew just said the the theme park fever um i think for all of us I can say that it's Avengers Campus that really hypes me up more than anything, and you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you guys talked about that last week, so we're we're going to be skipping over Avengers Campus. Um, but if you guys want to hear our thoughts, be sure to go back and watch episode ten. We do a full deep dive and give all our thoughts with special guest appearance from our good friend Jonah, who, as you may know, has uh, made our theme song and give us a logo. Uh, so be sure to go over there and hear his thoughts on Avengers Campus. Heck yeah. Um, I do want to start because it's a much shorter list of rides that inspired movies. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to talk about a ride that has inspired a movie, the first one to come to everybody's mind is Pirates. Pirates of yep. the Caribbean. Naturally. I mean, it, it makes sense that that's the first to come into mind because... Well, it kind of was the first. Yeah. It's an under... Well, no, not underrated. It's just a good ride overall in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also, when you look at um, what else has inspired a movie, uh, being Tower of Terror and Haunted Mansion, and then soon to be Jungle Cruise, which we'll get into. It's kind of the best, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and like, um, I, the Haunted Mansion movie isn't good. Jungle Cruise, we can't really say anything on yet. And Tower of Terror, well, Tower of Terror didn't necessarily inspire a movie. Yeah. It was kind of co-inspired from... Which, yeah, which a, is um, now the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. If... Only in uh, California. Oh. Um, oh, did not know uh, but Tower of Terror, because that's, um, oh, it's supposed to be an episode of, oh, what's that show called? Um, well, anyway, it's, um, I'm blanking, <laughs> whatever, it's, it's supposed to be part of that, that show, you, you know the show, you know the one I'm talking about, you'll, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, anyway, moving yeah. on, um, but Pirates, I, of, I think... Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I, I think, number one, it's incredibly surprising to think about, in my opinion at least, like how long that ride's been there, and then all of a sudden let's make a movie based on it. That that just blows my mind that they said, let's take the story of a ride, mesh it with Disney magic, cast a phenomenal actor as your main character and then poof what do you have 
an amazing movie. Yeah, like with <laughs> with two okay sequels and two not okay sequels. <laughs> I I think one, in my opinion, it has one of the most unique backgrounds for the story or what the story was based on. Uh, World's End. I I don't know. Huh? World's World's End. That is top tier. Well, I'm just saying, like, they wrote a story for a movie based on a, a theme park ride. That's that's all I mean. Like, yeah. I, I don't know anybody who would attempt to do that. Yeah, um, Curse of the Black Pearl, that is... Mm, just... Yeah. That, that, they, it, it, it is the pirate movie. Yeah. If you think of a pirate movie, it's that. Boom, Curse of the Black mostly, Pearl. Yeah. Mostly because there aren't really any other, like, pirate movies at least good ones so you're like hey i want to watch a pirate movie what do you watch you watch pirates no. of the caribbean <laughs> yeah. more specifically curse yeah. of the black pearl yeah because it's of all of them it's the most grounded in reality yep and this is of course the movie with immortal skeleton people so it kind of tells you where the story goes from there <laughs> um yeah, I, I we've all said it before, um, and I'm repeating myself when I say this. It's a phenomenal movie. It's got an amazing background. I I don't. Again, I have no. Again, idea I'm somebody still gonna say. Said, I want to make a movie. I'm still gonna say nothing beats that. Well, I mean, there are some scenes that, that you know, in overall movies, but in that part in the pirate movie genre, Davy Jones and and um, Jack Sparrow fighting on a ship while there's a fucking kraken and a vortex in the water and that's that's pretty cool there wasn't a kraken in that fight but but yes yes oh the kraken did that kraken did cause that no Uh, the one character who was like a witch or something but turned out to be like a sea god or whatever she caused that oh yeah World's End kind of goes off the rails at the end. The the second and the third movie are not as good as the first, but they're pretty okay. But they go off the rail so hard. And And then four and five, we can just... eh. Yeah. You you can and you should skip four if you really want to. Five is alright, I guess. (laughs) Like it's, it's not a good movie, but I mean, I mean, you listen to a guy say "duck spuddle" like the entire freaking movie. Like, but you could do you could do worse, is what I'm saying. Yeah, um, we did want to talk about Jungle Cruise a little bit because I think it's weird. Again, seeing a movie based on a ride, the, the, there's also a lot less to pull from. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I mean, it, it, Jungle Cruise. For those of you who unfortunately have never been on it, is animatronic animals that you go around on a boat, and, and more of the attraction is based on what the uh, the tour guide the jokes they make 
Like I feel yeah. like they focus on that I, a lot more than I don't. I don't want to talk about this too much because oh, we're, we're retreading ground. No, here. I remember we Jungle. A whole... I remember Jungle Cruise now. Isn't that where you go on that boat and then there's like alligators? Yes. Oh, yes. That I, yeah. I, I, I haven't. I, I, yeah. Now I remember. I. Hey, I, I kind of want to move on from Jungle Cruise. We don't want to be retreading yeah. ground here. If you guys want to hear uh, our thoughts on Jungle Cruise, uh, I refer to you again to last week's episode where we did a full thing on the uh, second, second trailer, trailer that just dropped. Yeah, so unfortunately, or I, I don't know if it's unfortunately, but there's just not a lot of rides that inspired movies. Um, but Pirates of the Caribbean, as we've repeated, is phenomenal, and it was inspired by a ride, which is super cool in my opinion. Um, however, on the flip side, there is a insane amount of stuff, rides, uh, there's attractions, but we don't really go into that too much, um, inspired by movies. I mean, if you really think about it, the entirety of Disneyland is based on a movie. That's like ninety percent of it. Um, Universal is the same way. Like, um, but we did want to pick um, out a couple that we think are the best and represent movies the best, and I think a phenomenal start for this would be uh galaxy's edge in its entirety Mm -hmm. and everything disney has done for star wars um if if you have not uh, have not been there ever i cannot recommend this enough go in blind do not look up anything from rise of the resistance don't look up anything from smugglers run don't look up any like pictures of the place because walking in there is genuinely like walking into a completely different world like the i will say super quick and this is from personal experience disneyland's transition into the land is 10 times better so if you have access to go to the disneyland version over disney worlds do that also uh, i recommend taking the entrance near big thunder mountain railroad instead of the one by splash mountain i think it's the better entrance yeah really easily um they number one batu is themed perfectly you you feel like you step into the star wars universe and that's why we're hyping it up so much like it is phenomenal how they have pulled a i mean this is also a made-up planet well made up you know what i mean it's not one of the main ones that we know um well i mean you and they said you're you're right in saying that it's made up because it was completely new to star wars i think yeah their own planet so they made their own planet but it feels like a star wars planet it feels like you have stepped somehow into a galaxy long, long ago that's very far away, and poof, here you are, existing within Star Wars instead of being on Earth. Like, 
it's an entirely new experience um and i think disney has been doing a phenomenal job we'll hop into other lands later that have done this and they disney's been hitting stuff out of the ballpark with this stuff but um as we kind of mentioned a second ago disney has a lot of rides based on star wars um there's rise of the resistance phenomenal ride going blind the um uh there's smugglers run which is amazing do that one blind as well um although i do have minor complaints about that ride and then uh there's star tours which with the recent updates to the different variety you can get i think has kind of revived it a little bit and then i don't know if we want to mention this but theoretically if you're at disneyland um space mountain is star wars not all the time it's some it changes for halloween and then it reverts back it's been like that for the last three years it has not been it, it has not been hyperspace mountain i was there back in january of 2020 it was space mountain oh i did not know that mm-hmm. well it was for a very long time yeah, i waited three hours to ride hyperspace mountain and it was totally freaking worth it i would wait three hours. Yeah. <laughs> i would wait three hours again no questions yeah. asked uh, hopefully they bring that back then yep because i did not know they reverted back mm-hmm. um but uh there's a lot based on star wars and rightfully so abuse that ip <laughs> disney please you're doing a great job mm-hmm. um but that is certainly not the last thing that disney is made based on a movie yeah, let's let, let's talk about something we we all uh, ride we we all enjoy and based off a movie nobody has seen, Splash Mountain. Yeah. Um, if you have not seen the movie that inspired Splash Mountain, good. It's called Song of the South, and it is incredibly racist. And Disney <laughs> has Disney has done everything in their power to make sure that you number one have never heard of this movie and more importantly never seen this movie <laughs> uh, yeah can... i didn't know a splash mountain was based on the movie that's yeah you will not find a cop you will not find a legal copy of this movie in the u.s you won't find it in stores yeah. maybe 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 you could find it in a thrift store or a pawn shop but then again it was a also blockbuster. made in 1948 yeah <laughs> nah like yeah you're not gonna be walking to a walmart and you're not gonna <laughs> see it on the shelf you're, this movie there's a, has yeah there's like the last blockbuster in eugene oregon yeah wait like, it was it, like 1940s mm-hmm. yeah it was made in 1948 it's what inspired the ride although um obviously we know what's wrong with the movie and um, unfortunately, that spilled over to the ride, um, oh. and they are changing it. Oh, what? Um, 
I find this to be a good thing and a sad thing because I think we all have great and fond memories of the ride, although we did not understand the implication uh, that came from the movie. Uh, just for, for the longest time unassociated. Just for clarification, because I'm almost like eighty percent sure is Splash Mountain. You're um, going around um, uh, the big mountain, and then like this Yeti pops up sometimes. No, no, that's no. that's Matterhorn. Oh, Matterhorn. Okay. Splash Mountain is the uh, the rabbit with the bear and the fox, and it's a water log ride. Oh, yeah, I'm not a fan of those waterlogged big, Oh, wait a minute. Big oh, drop oh, at the end. That's a different one. Get wet. Flash oh, nope, never mind. Nope, I know what that is. Yeah, it's like um, the ride's like constantly going, so you have to like hurry up and get in, into your log. No. 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 That's not it either. Ride stops. Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. The... The, the point is that uh, Disney will not let anyone know or remember about this movie, and they recently decided to uh, change the ride. They're go it, they're doing a full change of it. No more relation to Song of the South. It's now going to be um, Princess, Princess and the, and Frog. the Frog. Yep. Um, what? Which I'm I'm excited for. For the fact that I like that movie, and I think it'll translate well to the ride. But also, I like the way Splash Mountain is right now. I have ridden that ride more times than I can count, and I never really considered, despite knowing what the source material is, I never really considered anything in the ride to be overtly racist, aside from being related to the movie so but i mean i i wouldn't say this is trading upwards i would say this is more of a lateral move to where i'm excited for this change but it could go either way and i wouldn't really care yeah well with that i think um we could talk about the next ride and this comes with disney's expansion with the lands recently they changed paradise pier into pixar pier and this came with a update to um why am i spacing what it's called california screaming california screaming yes into the incredicoaster yep um and what an awesome ride (laughs) yeah i mean the the ride itself hasn't changed at all but they've done like a lot of cool stuff because like the way the ride used to start out is you, you would be stationary and there'd be a countdown and then you'd get shot out and you'd be going like 60 plus miles an hour and water on the sides of the car because you're, you're down in like the uh, body of water that Paradise Pier circles and though the water on the side would shoot out and that, that got changed to um, Dash. Uh, Dash from The Incredibles is running and kicking up the water and um the whole it's a pretty cool adaptation of Mm -hmm. what was already there basically the 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 ride now has like a story you're chasing jack jack as he teleports all around and whatnot and um, uses his variety of powers like when you're for different reasons when you're going up the the 
big, like the main hill. Uh, you're surrounded in a tube, and um, Mrs. Incredible, uh, she's like stretched all along the entire tube. That's really cool. Um, I wrote this in both the day and the night. Write it at night. Oh, yeah. The effects get turned on, mm-hmm. and it's so much cooler. <laughs> they they did a really good job at repurposing what was there because mm-hmm. the tubes were there you know the the jets at the beginning was there um they made minor changes uh obviously they changed the queue um they changed um one thing is they added there's one part where you're going over the roofs of paradise pier or now pixar pier and they added a bunch of Jack Jacks because he's able to clone himself. So you see like 15 of him mm-hmm. as you're doing these little bumps. Uh, and then they changed the ending. They added this room where he's with Edna and he's massive. Um, but they they repurposed an old classic into something new. But didn't change anything about the old classic. Mm-hmm. And... They did such a phenomenal job, and I'm so happy with what they did. Um, they, they just turned Paradise Pier into Pixar Pier, and with just the minor changes to the roller coaster, it fits in perfectly. Uh, speaking of... They did such a good job. Yeah, speaking of rides that were originally one thing, then changed to be something else, and ended up being better than what they originally were... Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Heck yes. This is the ride that replaced Tower of Terror in um, Disneyland. And let me tell you, folks, if you haven't ridden this, you are in for a treat. The fundamentals. I will. The, the fundamentals of the ride, much like the Incredicoaster, is the same as the original. You're still going up and down, yeah. but they're. There's some stuff in between. I don't want to say too much, but let me just say, during the entire ride, uh, you get some awesome mixtape tracks going. There's, I believe, six different ones you can get. Um, so, and uh, yeah, to to state the obvious, um, don't ever uh, go on these types of like a thriller. Don't go on like, let's say the Incredicoaster or uh, the Galaxy. Oh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout with the full stomach. Uh, don't rec- I don't recommend it. <laughs> I did that when I was younger. I was gonna I did say that when people, I was. I think yeah. people. Know I did that. that I did that when I was younger when they, the Tower of Terror was still a thing, and uh, yeah, I didn't. End. So <laughs> that is that yeah. is why I don't uh, no, like the it. up and down rides because every time they go down, I mean, you, you could just do it on empty stomach, but I just don't like the feeling of my stomach going to my brain. So. I, 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 People know what they like. They know what they don't like. Originally, and please don't I have didn't. open water bottles on a ta- on, on the up and down rides. That's <laughs> oh, God. people have done that. <laughs> yeah, originally I was not a fan of Tower of Terror, and it wasn't because of the ride itself. It was because of the story. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, I when I was a kid, it was creepy, I, but uh, obviously, I, I think we can we can. Sit, we can say that uh, elevators uh, in concept are hanging death traps. 
Uh, but yeah, but that is actually what I thought know, so. as a kid because I thought that the ride would just break down and you know we would fucking die. So, well, what I do have to say is, um, at the beginning, they didn't say it was going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, they just said we're changing it, and that was hit with a lot of disapproval <laughs> from fans. Nobody liked the idea of it changing, um, and it changed immediately to everybody loves the ride. Um, if you still desire to go on the original, or um, on Tower of Terror, it's at Disney World, and that version is better. Yeah, it's got a, anyway, it's so. got a moving track and stuff, and that one is not going to change um, because Disney World is getting their own Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Hmm. Yeah, and Epcot yep. too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys want to? I want to talk about that ride super quick. We don't have any details on it, so I do. Really. I mean, personally, I I feel like me personally and the the uh, our our loyal viewers may want to hear about something non-Disney. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk about uh, Hogwarts or like Jurassic Park or The Simpsons? Stuff? Yeah, let, let's go Let's go over um, Universal yeah. super quick. Okay. Almost as like an entirety. Because it, it applies into the same thing as Disney. They're both based on film companies mm-hmm. at heart. Um, Universal. Um, I'll say that Universal has like a weaker selection of movie-based rides, but the ones that are there that are pretty good. I've been to the Hogwarts area in um in Florida, and that's that's impressive. It um Disney does this thing where they like to one up everyone, so. In a sense, we have Universal to thank for things like uh, uh, Galaxy's Edge and Avengers Campus because uh, and Pandora and because um, you know they didn't just like make a bunch of Harry Potter rides. Nah, they made um, they made the whole school and they made um, uh, whatever that one place is called where they buy all their stuff. Something Alley. I'm blanking right now. Anyway, so they made all that. It's like you're you're stepping into the world of Harry Potter. That's the thing, um, and you know you do all the wizarding stuff. You buy wands, you buy robes, you do all that. Um, side side note: if you're ever there, I can highly recommend the butter beer. That stuff is really good. It's really bad for you, but it's really good. Wait, <laughs> never mind. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, no, no, okay, whatever um they yeah the theming i personally have not been but the theming from the the few photos i've seen looks absolutely phenomenal um and i've heard the ride is pretty good but um i mean they do this with a lot of rides and one of them that i think at least for me kind of makes universal is the simpsons one I love that ride. I love the theming. Like, they did, in my personal opinion, an amazing job at creating, like, a mm-hmm. insane-looking queue 
um, in building design, and the ride is pretty fun in my opinion. Yeah. I they they managed to pull that universe into a ride, yeah. and it worked really well. Yeah, they make good rides. One thing, like, and this uh, harkens back to that point I was making where Disney sees something and they decide to do it better. Um, the both the Universal properties in California and Florida are very small and cramped, and there isn't really a whole lot of space for everything. Um, and the downside of this is that despite having like different areas for different things you still know that you're in a theme park so like you could be in the hogwarts area you know the harry potter stuff and you could see a homer simpson head off in the distance you know you could you, <laughs> you could be in all the jurassic park stuff and i'll look there's a transformer over there um yeah, that's one thing Disney yeah, is it, pretty good at. Disney does immersion, and they do it really well. Um, Here, Here's a little fact that I don't know if you guys know. New Orleans. Obviously, you're not supposed to see Everest. New Orleans. Yeah, or New Orleans. Come on. Yeah, New, yeah, Orleans. New Orleans. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> well, they have a giant fake tree that perfectly covers... Everest. Mm-hmm. So you can't see it from uh, New Orleans. It's not Everest. It's Matterhorn. Well, yeah, it's Matterhorn. Because but... Matterhorn's an actual mountain. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's not Everest. I- I'm thinking of Expedition Everest. Yeah, that's an animal kingdom. That's a fun ride. That's a really good ride. I, this is uh, this folks. This is off topic. This is not based on anything. But please, if you're ever in Animal Kingdom. Ride Expedition Everest. That ride is so much fun. Yes. Very much so. Um, um, I mean, they've got their heavy pick of multiple movies they have. They have Transformers, Simpsons, they have a Despicable Me thing. Mm-hmm, right. uh, they have, obviously, the Jurassic Park stuff. They have the new coaster. They got um The Mummy. If you haven't ridden The Mummy ride... Um, there's there's two different versions. There's a shorter one in California and a longer one in Florida. I like the one in California better, but either way, if you have a chance to ride either of them, do so. They are ridiculously fun. Yeah. And those of I mean, they've got their fair yeah. pick of IPs that they have based mm-hmm. multiple rides off of, and it's a cool park to go to for a day or two mm-hmm. it's certainly no disney unfortunately yeah i think as i would love to see a disney style universal um, but... hopefully hopefully i get my shill bucks for this for for really talking up disney here but i'm gonna just say it i i, I like disney for the atmosphere that's why i prefer to go to it other than like universal or or like six flags or you know there's a Disney takes theme in theme park to a whole new mm-hmm. level and they really harp on the atmosphere and making you feel like you're no longer mm-hmm. in California or Florida you're in your own unique wonderful world that is either the happiest place on earth or the most magical place mm-hmm. on earth 
and they do a phenomenal job. Unless you're like that one family that has like 20 kids under the age of 10, then <laughs> that's probably just going to be miserable. I'm going to keep it real. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, Universal has their handful of pretty cool stuff. Um, I forgot Jaws mm-hmm. earlier. They've got the Kong thing. Yeah, Transformers. I think we already mentioned that, though. Yeah. They got a um, Fast and Furious ride that... Like, oh yeah, yeah that's that's new they they have a really cool theming mm-hmm. again it just doesn't live up to mm-hmm. the expectation disney has created right um it's still a cool visit we're not trying to say yeah you know well, it's yeah, not worth yeah well while. yeah you don't i mean i mean obviously uh disney is gonna one-up universal but i mean it's not like it's it's not the worst yeah yeah there's still worth we're just speaking preference there's, there's still worthwhile things to do and it's still fun you know you go there you're gonna have a fun time they they have um in california they have a really cool stunt show and then actually um, uh, speaking yes. of universal i think that is only my most recent visit to uh, a theme park and that was about um eighth grade so that long ago. Hmm. Huh. You should go to one soon. Um, sticking to kind of what we were talking about earlier, um, going back to Disney, and what they've been doing a pretty phenomenal job with is the lands themselves. And I kind of want to talk about Radiator Springs. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever walked down that street, I think I was maybe 12 at the time, and just, wow. Talk yeah. talk about walking into a movie. I think this is the definition, or the beginning, of when they started doing these heavily themed lands the mm-hmm. right way. Yeah, because before that, they had... They had uh, a bug's land that was right next door to radiator springs and you know it was cool um but i never like walked through there and been like wow i really feel like i'm in the movie but like when i walked into you know radiator springs i was like wow i walked into a pixar movie yeah they they did such a phenomenal job and it really set the stage for um, the amazing lands that have come since. Or since. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. They, um, like, again, Pandora, Galaxy's Edge, now Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, man. Seeing, it, it, uh, seeing the Millennium Falcon. Oof. Oh, yeah. Just I, a life-size Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon. I... There are not enough words in the human language to express how freaking awesome that was. Yeah, it, it's they they've been on a hot streak and they're continuing on the hot streak, <laughs> which <laughs> and I, I'm happy for it. It isn't a ride, but given how everything else has been, I am incredibly excited for this future um, uh, Star Wars hotel in florida oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah that should be very fun we're not gonna get into it too much because we've talked about it before but 
obviously not within like the first year or two because it'll be impossible to get booking but once it comes more viable to stay there i'm gonna be there and you'll have to keep us informed heck yeah um i guess to continue on this a little bit of a push for the lands on top of the amazing rides that are in the lands because radiator springs racers is awesome um pandora also exists at animal kingdom in florida and other than little nitpicky things oh my god it is gorgeous it is phenomenal the the cues are out of this world like talk about walking into a movie just like with radiator springs just like with galaxy's edge you feel like you're I do want to say you feel like you're on another planet, but at the same time, it's it's like that tiny little bit needs to be there to push you over. Um, but then again, Pandora does look kind of Earth-y, other than the massive floating islands and stuff like that. Um, One, so... A few things I want to talk about Pandora, and I already told you what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it for the podcast. (laughs) Um, So this is coming from uh, someone who's never been to Pandora at Disney World. Um, So take this with a grain of salt, being that I have not experienced anything. I don't really know what the in-person experience is like, but I just want to denote a few things. Uh, I know that you can buy a lot of Avatar merchandise, such as you can make your own Navi uh, necklaces and bracelets. And uh, you, you guys know how they do those Mickey ears. Well, you can buy Navi ears and stuff like that. And so the the movie Avatar made it abundantly clear that the Navi are an allegory for Native Americans. So being able to buy Navi ears and Navi jewelry and shirts with Navi skin patterns is kind of feels like the fictional equivalent of wearing a Native American headdress and um, painting your face a different color. Um, I'm, I'm just saying there are, there are some implications here <laughs> that I am sure were 100% unintended. <laughs> um, also one thing that stands out about like Radiator Springs and Galaxy's Edge is that characters from the movies walk around. Like you'll see like Rey and Kylo Ren and Lightning McQueen and Mater, but Correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, but you don't see any Navi walking around Pandora. I was going to say, at the same time, though, it's kind of hard to have a nine and a half foot tall. Yeah, I, I understand the practicality as to why it isn't that way. But at the same time, if Radiator Springs can have full-size cars driving around... 
<laughs> True. I feel like there could be a conceivable way to get some giant blue people walking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how they would go about that, but I guess that is theoretically yeah. true I'm, in that sense. I mean, simplest explanation, you get some stilt walkers. That's what I was just about uh, but, to say. But knowing Disney, there would have to be an added factor. Because it can't just be stilt walkers, it's gotta be, it's gotta be extra. <laughs> yeah. Which is... I'm not maybe sure it'll be like a, about Maybe it would be like a suit, so like you like they'll cover it up like as best as they can well i mean the navi are like seven to ten feet tall yeah so yeah like i'm saying like they'll be like in stilts but i'm saying like they'll have like Mm -hmm. whatever they do like they'll be in a suit that covers the stilts well that's a given that's yeah yeah they they don't have that stuff exposed um it would be yeah you're right in that sense that there's not much to bring you into the world uh, present other than the world itself. Um, I think the cues kind of make up for that, though. Both the cues for the rides, like, put you... Like, Flight of Passage, which, by the way, is my new favorite ride of all time. What is that? Um, I'll get to it. Um, the queue, you walk into the 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 big mountain that's in front of you and you walk into like one of these do you guys remember the scene where it's night and all of the luminescent stuff starts glowing and everything like that uh i mean that's uh, look i remember what you're talking about but you should not expect that every time you're really pushing it here expecting me to remember avatar (laughs) you're you're (laughs) well yeah i you're asking a lot. Oh, that scene. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, that's what you walk into. Then you walk into one of the human bases and you see one of the avatars that they made floating in this big tube. And they have a lot of like experiments going on with these cool things. Um, so I think they did a pretty phenomenal job with that. And I think the rides kind of make up for it. Flight of Passage is like a four and a half minute ride. That's kind of like Soarin'. Wait, is um, no, 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 hold on. Uh, is is Flight of Passage an Avatar ride? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, um, also for for context, four and a half minutes is a long time. Yeah, especially for a, for a Disney ride. Yeah. So, is this what kind um, of ride is it? Is it like a thriller ride, or is it kind of like a story? Oh, oh, never mind. It's definitely much yeah. more story. I just but... Um, not to get into it too much, because I don't want to spoil the ride for anybody. Um, they have an amazing system. Um, obviously Flight of Passage kind of refers to the Banshees. Uh, and you do ride on one. Not to get into what happens next or later. Um, they just did a phenomenal job with the picture and the quality of it all the ride itself you're in like a bike almost thing you have to like straddle over what's kind of like a bike seat um and you get strapped in that way from your back and the back of your legs and 
like if water splashes in the ride it splashes you with a little water they've got all the scents like in soren over california mm-hmm. i mean you, you they even have pads on the inside of your legs to make it feel like the banshee is breathing while you're on it it's gorgeous it's beautiful if you have the chance to go on it it's worth the wait i waited 75 minutes twice to go on it um and this is with the 35 percent i think disney world is right now that's in, but that's at 75 minutes at just over quarter capacity that's ooh. well let me tell why you why isn't this. that 100 percent open Because we're still technically in a pandemic. Let's, let's not get into this. Let's, uh, <laughs> you know. Well, um, I we're not getting really into it, Cervantes. I know. I know. Well, I know. Wait times for everything else in that park was walk on. No. Oh. Essentially. So everybody was waiting in line for that, and you could go over to Expedition yeah, Everest it's not like the, and essentially yeah. walk on. It's not like the, the, that submarine ride at Disneyland. Nemo. Yeah. So to round all of this up, if if you're talking about one of the themed lands which contains multiple rides based on that theme, Disney has knocked them out of the ballpark. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is more than easy enough to say. Um however there are plenty of other rides that exist based on movies that aren't within a specific themed land. Um, a personal favorite of mine uh, would be both Toy Story Mania and Buzz Lightyear. Agreed. I don't know if you guys like the rides like that where you, um, I th- you score points, but... I think they're fun if the line isn't too long. Like, my limit for either of those is if the line is longer than half an hour, I'm coming back later. Agreed. They're they're fun, but I'm not going to wait a long time to ride them. I think one time I waited, like, 45 minutes to uh, um, ride Toy Story Mania. And that was a big mistake. Uh, Not that it isn't a fun ride, but it just kind of felt like that time could have been better spent somewhere else, you know? But, anyway. uh, What other rides should we talk about? Um... Do we just want to knock out a few of the smaller rides? Your your Mr. Toads, your your Peter Pans, your Alice in Wonderlands. Um, all, well, I wouldn't say they're all fun rides. I would say Mr. Toads is a fun ride. I think. Um, but Peter Pan is fine. That have you guys ever noticed that? Um, that that. Uh, that line just goes on forever. Yeah. yeah. It's uh it's insane. Oh. I'm getting something here. It uh 
All right, folks, it turns out that we have lost Brandon. So, um... Rest in pieces. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of all we have to talk about. Kind of went out on a little bit of a weird note there at the end. Um, basically, just to summarize, um, there are a lot of great rides out there based on movies. Um, but, uh, you know, some are better than others. And, you know, that's just the way the world works. Disneyland, or, well, Disney in general just does it better. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I have been your host. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is, a so sorry for this. This is a, this is a, Sorry, sorry, folks. This is a very, this is a very <laughs> abrupt ending. Yeah. We don't really know how to end. We don't know how to end this here. Um, yeah, I, I was, I didn't know what to say. I kind of blanked on that one. Uh, how about uh, uh, Zooey Mama? <laughs> All right, folks. See, see you. See, see you next week. Yeah, see you next time.